Best of all, for the first time in my life, I figured out a way not to lose. Yeah, he had a foolproof scheme, all right. It wasn't very scientific, but it worked. When he won, he collected. When he lost, he told the bookies to go fuck themselves. What were they gonna do, muscle Nicky? <laughs> Nicky was the muscle. Hi. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? Good, good. You got that thing for me? What thing? Oh, oh Nicky, I thought you was laying. I was laying? No, no, I'm taking it. I was taking it. You sure? I'm positive. Well, I'm a little confused. You look confused? Maybe if I stick your fucking face through uh, this window over here, like, you know, you'll, you'll get unconfused. Give me the fucking money. I'm sorry, Nicky. I didn't mean anything by Yeah, I know. That's why you had it ready. You thought I was fucking laying it? You're listening to KZAALP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza Radio won't even play my team FCC won't let me be Do we got New York on the radio station phone line right now or what? Yo, yo, yo. what's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey, thanks for taking time out of your taking time out of the grind to call in the show. I appreciate it. I'm not doing anything important. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Um, hang tight real quick. Let me let the radio listeners know what's up. Uh, we're live on KZAA 96.5 FM. Um, you're listening to your life in America. You just heard that rock block uh, made by the guests of today's show. And uh, what's up to everybody streaming this episode? Thanks for listening. Um, you can hear that playlist as soon as the interview is over. Um, there'll be a clip with the track names and all that stuff. And a uh, link in the description of the episode to check out the playlist. And uh, man, the last couple of weeks I've been able to interview like people from some of my favorite bands. And um, I'm really, really hyped. And I'm really honored, uh, stoked to be joined by Andrew, Andrew NYHC from Combust today. Um, Andrew, where are you calling from? I'm currently calling from my car right now while I deliver these uh, last food orders for some people. So this is like this might be like a first for your show. I'm on the clock right now. <laughs> That's what's up. I don't know if we've ever had someone from on the clock, but I did interview Seb from Regulate while he was driving around Brooklyn. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's like almost, yeah, that's like almost the same thing. Where at in New York are you right now? Uh, Staten Island, my hometown, born and raised. Dang, Shaolin. Yup, you already know. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, that's what's up, man. So uh, I guess that answers my next question of what the best borough in New York is. Listen, I don't want to cause any controversy, okay? <laughs> All I know is, I was born here, I'm probably going to die here. This is where real New York lives right now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I respect it, man. Um, so, is, so Staten Island's considered like one of the boroughs of New York, correct? Yeah, it's the one that everyone hates on, though, because it's like... <laughs> Because it's a little more suburban, but you know what? We got all we got some of the best food. We got the best not people. Not there's not great people, but you know. 
I'll stand, I'll die on the hill that the food here is great. <laughs> that's what's up. So in that's what New York is, bro. It's the food. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've I've never I've never actually been to New York. I'm I'm uh I'm graduating school soon, and uh, I'm trying to take a trip out there at some point this year, maybe for like a show or something. You know. Oh, you got it. Um, but I have had a lot of New York people on the radio show, which is dope. Lots of Long Island, um, lots of New York people. So I'm glad to have you on. Hell yeah. I appreciate it again, for real. Thank you. For sure. And so in terms of like where Manhattan is, like where is uh, Staten Island like geographically located? Okay, so uh, if you're looking at a map, so like Staten Island would be like the most south point of New York. Okay, got you. Like a, so, like, it's like the closest. It's the closest to Jersey, but like, it's right next to Brooklyn and Manhattan. I'm like a bridge away, you know. Okay, got you. Lots of bridges out there, huh? There's too many, bro. <laughs> What's the traffic situation on the bridges like? Uh, I'm gonna. Well, I mean, like, if you're if you're going on any of the bridges during the day, it's probably gonna be jammed. Is uh, but, is there tolls? But once, once, once the rush hour is done, it's like nothing. You know, what I mean, I can zoom into the city literally in less than a half hour. Nice. Is there tolls on all the bridges or some of them? Oh lord, every single one, bro. Dang, really? So they're they're taxing you just for using the road every time? It's if you have an easy pass and you're a Staten Island uh, resident, you get. You get the little, you get the little discount. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So that's one, that's one uh, perk of being a Staten Islander. You know, not a lot of New Yorkers are on that tip. <laughs> you gotta become a Staten Islander, and you get the, you get the discount. That's right. That's right. Um, so, if you don't mind, tell us, uh, tell us what you do in Combust, and um, any other bands you play in, and uh, who the other members of Combust are. Uh, so I, I front Combust. Um, the other members are Peter, Alex, they're both the Axemen, Eric on bass, and Dave on drums. Um, I also play in Downfall, which is a band from Richmond, but I'm in that band. Band rocks. Thank you. Um, and, uh, I've been in a, I've been in a bunch of other bands, but nothing like really, uh, I don't know. Nothing worth worth mentioning that I feel like people would even know. So for sure. And then did you did you fill in and play at the House of Disorder over the weekend? Yeah, I, I filled in for Raw Brigade for a few shows now. That's awesome, man. Shout out Raw Brigade. They've played our little local DIY uh, spaces twice. I think twice. Yeah. Oh twice. yeah, they're great. The they're great. Rules. They just need to get like an actual lineup going. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. The first time they played. They played our little dance recital DIY venue out here in our local scene and they had it was like during the like when like shows came back and everyone was like, Oh yeah, we're doing it and then like COVID came back all crazy and people yeah. they were on that uh, odd man out tour, like West Coast, and people were just getting it like crazy on their tour, but they ended up playing the show. It was sick. Well, um what what city was that? That was in Oxnard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we need to get combust out here, man. Dude, I want to play literally anywhere and everywhere. So, all right, next time, next time combust plans to come to California, we'll make it happen. We'll get you to play one of our local spots, and 
there will be tons of kids going crazy. There is for like every show, even the small local ones. I love that. Say the word, man. I'm I'm always ready to go. All right, sick. And you have a lot of Combust fans out here in the 805 as well. Yo, that's what's up, man. Honestly, last time we were out in Cali, it was it was a blast, man. I I loved it. Yeah, so you guys played that, uh, I, I think I was working that night, but you guys played that Circus of Disgust show with Sheer Tear, right? Dude, what a trip that was. <laughs> I know. A bunch of my friends were there, and they said that it was just like a crazy event. It was wild, bro. Like, <laughs> when, I, when I first pulled up, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, this is going to be one of the strangest shows we'll ever play. But... It turned out to be, like, beyond sick. And it was a mix of kids who were there to just, like, have a good time and be punk kids. And then there were also kids who showed out for, like, the hardcore bands and knew what was up. And so it was a good it was a good mix of chaos and, like, people who knew what was, you know, what was up. So it was cool. Yeah, my friend said that you guys killed it. And then uh, they said that the sheer tear set outside was pretty dope, too. Yo, honestly, one of the coolest sheer tire sets I've seen. That's awesome. Yeah, I had Gary from Kill Your Idols and Sheer Tear on the show a while back, but um, yeah, Sheer Tear rocks. One of the best of all time, for sure. So, and then you guys came, uh, and then you came out here again um, last year and played some shows in California. So I wanted to ask you, like. What's your what's your favorite thing about California is or was and um, some maybe like your favorite show you played out here? Uh, my favorite thing about California is probably In and Out. Goat. <laughs> Unmatched. Uh, <laughs> yo, it's uh, like honestly, I really don't care what anyone says. It it every time I have it, the hype is real, man. I don't care. It is. I had it every day I was on the West Coast. No joke. I said, I'm going to have it every day I'm here. And I had it every day. You got to do it, man. What were you getting? The, were you going like double-double animal fries with the shake or what? Oh, yeah. I was going disgustingly in every day. <laughs> got to do it. Uh, I think the best show out there, though, that we played, probably... That's a rough one. Honestly, like a lot of the shows are sick. The Bay Area show was great. Uh, the program show was awesome. Program skate was awesome. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like they're really like we we were talking about it recently. Actually, there were no bad shows on that tour. It was we were like really really fortunate for that. Nice. Yeah. Um, lots of cool stuff like in the whole state of California right now, like Southern California down to San Diego. Yo, yeah, man. Like so many, so many good bands. The scene is crazy out there for y'all. Like, yeah, for sure. Combust is still the best though, man. I got to say, <laughs> Yo, thank you very much, man. I, appreciate Com- that. I, I love Combust way more than any of the other crazy big bands coming out of California right now. That's a bold statement. That's a real statement. In my, come on, that's a real <laughs> statement is what that is. <laughs> I'm not going to go on record and agree with you, but I do appreciate the word. For sure. Hey, I got, <laughs> I'm on record last year saying Another Life was the best album of 2022, man. Easy. That's what's up. I'll take that all day. Yeah. Yeah, I did like a like an end of the year type of episode thing, and I was like, no questions, hands down, combust record of the year, easy. Dude, thank you. For real, thank you very much. It always means a lot when someone takes it in a high regard like that, seriously. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my, my homie put me on to Combust last year, and um, I think it was, like, after the record had already came out, and I just, like, yeah, it's so good, man. Like, lyrically, lyrically, I don't know if you write all the lyrics, but there's a lot of, like, like really, really good lyrics on that record that I, that you know how, like, when uh, something is, like, lyrically, like, really strong, and it, that, that's kind of what keeps you coming back to it? Like, that was when I first, uh, when I first heard the song Devil and Me, I just, like, that song, that song hits so hard, man, and that's what kept me yeah. coming back. And I, yeah, I love that song. Wow, thank you. Yeah, I, I actually do write all the lyrics, and uh, that one is a very, very, very personally hard song for me to write when I first wrote it. But um, I really appreciate that you take it in that regard for real. That's that's definitely one of the definitely one of the closer to home ones for me. Yeah, I could tell, man. It just some like the some of the lines, like, and you know, I'll let you down again, and I'm just trying to make amends. Yeah, that's like my that's I love that I love that line. That's that's like my favorite song on that record for sure. Dude, yeah, you know, honestly, when someone looks at the lyrics like that, that's like what all that matters for real. Like the the music, the mosh parts, whatever. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love mosh parts, but <laughs> <laughs> of course, everyone does. But like at the end of the day, like hardcore for me has always been about the words behind it. So yeah, for sure, I'm glad you take it like that. Yeah, for sure. It's always been it's always been like that for me too. I, when I first got into hardcore, it was like during the rivalry records, like all those bands like have heart and stuff like that and they're very like lyrically based bands and so i've always like you know and as like an angry kid and and just like you know all that stuff i always have found like the you know my most enjoyment in in hardcore lyrics for sure yeah definitely i'm probably the, i'd probably have to say i'm the same way yeah not but yeah not to say i don't like a good side to side a good two-step and a good a good a good heavy a good heavy part you know that's that's definitely part of it too yeah i mean what are we here for we're here for moshing you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah moshing and in and out <laughs> that's how we do it out here <laughs> honestly like really bad combination in hindsight but you know that's what, you got to go in and out after the mosh the, oh well, yeah i mean before it's just you're asking for trouble <laughs> for sure yeah so i actually went up to jag um with some of my friends uh, whenever that was like February and uh, that was the first time I got to see you guys and um, I meant to catch up with you after the set because you said something on stage about FanDuel and I was like man let me get, I'm gonna get this dude in with my bookie right now he needs to play some bets on the Super Bowl man <laughs> oh yeah dude it was I was so bummed because I literally was gonna put 500 down on the team that won and I was like god damn it yeah I know. I, I, you said that, like, I can't remember what part of the set, but you're like, man, what's up with your sports books out here or something? Like, you can't get on FanDuel. You probably could have gone on prize picks, which is just player props, but... Um, yeah, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, but it's not as... I mean, you can't bet on games, you know, so... Um, oh, so then it's, it's worthless, yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you guys killed it at Jag, man. That was a really fun set. Yo... So it was such a good time, and I really at first I I had no idea what to expect because we kind of like it wasn't I wouldn't say last minute, but uh yeah we were at first we weren't like on the initial lineup, and then it was like a last minute thing before they put the lineup out where it was like oh yeah you know I was just about to ask y'all so it was cool and we just like kind of last minute got the plane tickets and I was like I don't know what to expect right now, but. Yeah, that was one of my favorite fests that we've done. 
Yeah, yeah, you guys killed it. And I was bringing that up because we're talking about in and out and moshing. We went to this spot in Seattle. It's like Chumin Tofu Deli. It's like this famous, like, I'm not vegan, but my friends are. Some of my friends are. Dude, I ate so much. Like, it was, it was like such a crazy food place. Like, so, like, like, they were like cooking egg rolls, like right next to the line, like where you order. Like, it was like super small. It was like, <laughs> and it was like buffet style. And like, we all like went hard. And then we went to see, and you guys played that day. And we were all like, damn, we shouldn't have went that hard. It was the no, lethar- you lethargic mosh, but we still, we, <laughs> <laughs> we still, I mean, respect for holding it down after that. For sure, man. Um, so if you don't mind, like, just give us an update on Combust. Um, I know you guys got some big stuff coming up this year, um, but maybe just anything like uh, if you got, like, merch up online or records up online or, like, plans or, mu- you know, music, upcoming shows or anything like that. Oh, damn. We have we have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, we're doing Black and Blue this month, and then um, we're doing the Drain Tour in June. Um, we just repressed another, another life, which is cool. Cause I'd never repressed a record or had any reason to have a repress for a record that I'd done. Yeah. <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, trying to think, uh, yeah. Then we're going to Europe again and the UK in June and July. Um, a bunch of stuff that we're going to announce soon too. Uh, just like I'm just trying to keep as busy as I can with this band, to be honest, while I can do it. So the more stuff we do, I'm down for anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, is uh, Black and Blue is that in? That's in New York, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, in Brooklyn. Nice. That'll probably be sick. Pretty epic lineup. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just excited to see Minus with Marauder because I mean. I don't want to start a controversy here, but I think Minus is my favorite from Marauder. For sure, yeah, that, and that's probably cool to be able to like play that, to be on that, to be on that like lineup, you know, to be on that flyer, to be on that flyer and everything. Yeah, I mean, every time we play a Black and Blue Bowl, it means a lot to me. I grew up going to those first like Super Bowl of hardcores in Brooklyn and everything. So like, yeah, for sure. Every time we get to play those, it feels like kind of surreal. You know what I mean? For sure, yeah, black because black and blue's been going on for a while, right? I feel like 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 Rancid has played that, or like bigger punk bands like that. Oh, actually, uh, it, you yeah, I mean there was the Rancid one, and then uh, but before I used to go to uh, uh, give me one second, sorry, bro. Yeah, that's all Hold right. Hold on one second. Drop off that food. Sorry, how's that? I was at the. I, I rang it like two times. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I didn't mean. Sorry. I didn't know where you were. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. Hello. Yo, what up? Sorry about that, bro. No, it's all good, man. You got to keep your bread up, man. It's important, you know. <laughs> Yo, I was I was knocking on this woman's door for like ten minutes, bro. She didn't want to answer. I was about to eat her food. What was it? What was the um, order? I don't know, bro. Some I work. It's where I work. It's like a healthy food spot. So they got like. You know, wraps and smoothies and kale juice. You know how it goes, bro. Yeah, you're just a you're just a number runner. You're just dropping off the package. Exactly. But um, <laughs> b- before I lost my train of thought, um, yeah. So the first um, black and blues, 
They used to be called, not to go old head for a second, but they used to be called Super Bowl Hardcore. And um, it was usually just one day. And the first one I ever saw, it was like 2008, I believe. Yo, I can never find the, the fly. I got to find the flyer. But the lineup was just so insane. It was like Indecision, Crown of Thorns, uh, Bulldoze, I believe, played. Um, Earth, it was Earth Crisis. It was... Uh, Backtrack, the Mongoloids, who else? Yeah, but it was just oh, Killing Time played. Um, I gotta, I gotta remember the full lineup, but yeah, that's like that was the first Super Bowl hardcore before they started calling it Black and Blue Bowl, and it was at uh, Studio B in Brooklyn. Just I saw insane things happen there. It was a different time. It wasn't that long. Like it was made. It was like fifteen or so years ago, I guess. But like it was, it was just different. For sure. Um, and so I wanted to ask you real quick about um, so the repress for another life. That's uh, is that's cash only, right? Yeah, yeah. Cash only is doing the repress of that. Um, dope label. Shout out Connor and Chandler. Yeah, man. I mean, you get a hardcore record repress. That's like that's a that's that's what's up right there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's it's cool for sure. I mean, but then, you know, like it's crazy where hardcore is at now that represses are like a, a normal thing. Like, I guess so. Yeah. I think I think Mind Force is on like their sixth repress. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> like Excalibur for sure went like like six or seven times for sure. Yeah, it was. It's it's crazy. It's crazy where hardcore is at right now. It's it's sick, and I'm glad that you know hardcore bands are getting shine like that you know it's sick but yeah for me personally yeah having a repress mate definitely is cool that's what's up um so if you don't mind sharing a little bit about like how when exactly and how uh did combust start up as a band uh so i was in a band i was in like a bunch of bands with the drummer of combust uh, we've done a bunch of bands over the years. I've known him since probably I was like 11 or 12 when I started going to shows. I've known him so long and we would always just be in bands together. And uh, right after a band that we were in for a while together broke up, we were just like, I always had the name Combust like in my head. Yep. And I was like, I want to I wanna do, you know, a legitimate true to true to spirit new york hardcore band you know and uh he was always down too and once that other band broke up we were like yo it's time and then i started getting the work writing and then we kind of just pieced together the rest of the band and uh yeah it just came together like that you know and was that like uh like 2019 2018 uh the demo came out in like at the end like the tail end of 2017 okay okay Nice. So you guys have been at it for a while now. Yeah, five years. Just past five years. So it's kind of crazy. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I'm like, I guess I'm biased because I'm like a huge Combust fan. Like, I love your music so much, and um, it's just really cool to see like you guys getting to play like all over the world, pretty much, and playing on big shows, and like, you know, that a lot of people vibe with it because because it rocks, you know. Yo, thank you, man. I mean, it's it's all it's incredibly awesome for me. I I it, I feel like uh, it's just what I've always felt 
right doing is just playing, you know? So anytime we get to the fact that we've been to Europe two times in less than one year and now we're going back again is like crazy to me. <laughs> I never I never would have thought that people would care in that capacity about anything I do musically. So it's it's awesome. And the fact that like it's also as well that I I don't want to sound pretentious when I say this, but the like the true sound of New York hardcore is not a like a sound that is like big in the pipeline for hardcore right now. So totally. whoever, no, that's true. You know, whoever whoever vibes with the style that we do when it's not what's big right now, it's it's awesome. It means it means even that much more, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, well that'll be the, and you guys are headed to Europe in the summer, right? Yeah, we're doing uh we're doing like two weeks with Spy and Ended and some other bands, uh Mind War. And uh yeah, it's gonna be two days in the UK and then the rest is Europe. That's epic. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Much deserved. I'm excited. Much deserved. Thank you. Thank you. Um all right, so I want like a little bit uh, about yourself specifically. Do you remember the first like real hardcore show that you ever went to? Uh, yeah, I was um, I want to say eleven or twelve, uh, and my cousin took me to see this band Avail. They're from Richmond. Yep. They're not like, yeah. I, if you're a fan, you understand what I'm saying. They're not like, you know, textbook HC band, but not at all. But they're they're so good. Yeah, 100%. I mean, one of the best. But, uh, I mean, at this point, I was only used to going to, like, you know, big arena shows, like metal bands. I was a metalhead, you know what I mean? And uh, I went to the Knitting Factory, the original Knitting Factory. He took me there. Nice. And, like, Avail played. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, people hanging off the, the rafters and pipes and... I don't know, you know, I I don't want to give the cliche crazy first show story, but uh No, it's good. It was, most most first show stories honestly aren't usually that crazy. It's it was just it was like yo, I mean, no better place to go to shows than New York City in my in my opinion. And the way that this room erupted for a veil was nuts. I never seen anything like it. And when something like that happens when you're young and you're into an alternative kind of like you know music and lifestyle that's gonna impact you crazy so yeah that was i'll never forget that my whole life for sure yeah so i feel like one, that was like one of the first things that because i it's funny people are either like metal to hardcore or like punk to hardcore i feel like um and i i had never seen anything like a hardcore show either i just seen like circle pits and like drunk punks and stuff like that that was I love street punk, and one of the first things that drew me to hardcore was the was that like the eruption of a room for a band. Like I had never seen anything like that, you know. Like, oh, and, dude, like, the pile up and the mic going out, and everyone. I'm just like, yo, like, what is this? This is so sick, you know. Exactly, exactly. Like the 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 classic pile up in in OS, bro, in OS pylon. I mean, that's what it is right there, man. It's my favorite. That's yo. That's the stuff, bro. <laughs> I know, and I saw that for the first time. I was like, man, what? Like, is that a? I saw Twenty Five to Life at um, the Showcase Theater. I grew up like by this venue called the Showcase Theater, which is like pretty well-known California spot. Um, 
And I just got really into hardcore after that. And then I saw a ceremony. This is like, yeah, not the old head either. But this is like 06 or 07, I think. Like 07. And, oh, my God. That's like prime <laughs> ceremony. Prime ceremony, dude. And they came and played, basically just played violence, violence, like every song. And it was like, it was like the coolest thing ever. And from that, from that day on, it was like, that was a wrap, you know? Oh, dude. I have so many good ceremony in New York City stories. I saw them. I saw them, I think, 08 in a, in an apartment in New York City called 538 Johnson. Just and like in the living room or something? It was like, it, it was essentially just like a loft. And they played, yeah, like, they, it was just like a studio loft, you know what I mean? And, like, they played in the middle of the, of the apartment. And my the greatest memory is my boy was, like, rushing the whole, like, just pushing the whole crowd into the kitchen and then he started and they were hanging pots and pans and he just started like taking the pots and pans down and throwing them throwing them at people it was so funny hey that but, that early ceremony will do that to people man yeah yeah you know for what real. I mean? that, like that's talk about angry hardcore dude what what a, what an era of hc that like i feel like the uh the energy and and attitude is like kind of unmatched for that kind of style I agree. Um, like uh, Trash Talk is like one of my favorite favorite bands of all time, and they had a similar like live performance. They did like a free VFW hall show last year in LA, and it was like still the same, just like insanity, you know? Oh yeah, they're great every time. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you remember your first stage dive? Oh um, yeah, I think if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, it was. Uh... 2008 and i saw h2o at the knitting factory and they and my song my like song song was uh thicker than water by h2o and uh they played it and i was like yo i gotta die so that's right how old were you at that time pretty young still oh yeah 2008 i was like probably 13 something something like that so that that whole like 11 to 14 going to shows is all kind of like it all just melts together but but you remember pieces yeah 100 i mean i i remember i remember the important stuff i don't remember exact like dates though for sure was so knitting factory there was like no barricade or anything right no 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 barricade there damn just a clean no barricade first dive to h2o that's epic i don't think if i was that uh, when i was that young i don't think i'd have any type of balls to do a dive over a barricade <laughs> yeah for sure it's a strategic dive for sure oh yeah and it was probably terrible too no <laughs> style um do you can you say if you have or do you have a favorite new york hardcore band of all time uh it's between two it's between killing time and dynamo nice good choices yeah killing if, time was on if the you place. couldn't yeah, I mean, if you couldn't tell from my band, that's just like the only. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, do, do you have a favorite mosh move? Do I have a favorite what? Mosh move. Mosh move. Mm. This is a, a segment that became popular on the show that I did as a kind of like a joke one time, and now everybody wants to know what what people's favorite mosh moves are. So I ha I do it every time. Dude, my 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 regular. My regular go-to mosh move, my style is I get low to the floor and I'm, I, I'm classic like, 
sick of it all, step down, picking up change guy. That's it. That's it right there. Old school. That's my yeah. That's my that's my joint. Now, when I when I like to watch people who are masters of the craft, <laughs> that's a whole different story. Yeah. When when you see someone who's got like just graceful three sixty spins on on the side of the crowd when you know what they're doing, now that's something I wish I could do. Unfortunately, that's not the case. <laughs> I know, man. I'm a I'm a big like spectator. I'm a big fan of the front flip stage dive. Um, and oh yeah, I mean, there's people who hit that perfectly, man. Like graceful landing on the front flip stage dive, but I'm it's it's a sketchy dive. You gotta you gotta know what you're doing. You gotta you gotta be you gotta commit. You gotta know what you're doing. Yo, my boy. <laughs> I always joke with my best friend because he's like, he's a skier. And ever since he was a kid, he was like trained because you have to do like X amount of front flips to get certified to do them on an actual slope. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like you have to get certified to do front flips on like on mountains and, and things like that. So he was like just always doing, just busting out crazy front flips because he's been doing them since he was a kid. I mean, you got to use those skills in, in the mosh if you have them, you know? Oh, 100%. You know? 100%. I feel like dance, any type of dancer, anyone who's got rhythm can two-step because the two-step is a lot about the rhythm, you know what I mean? You got to get it. You got to get into the rhythm. Oh, 100%. You, you don't got no rhythm. You got to get off the floor, bro. Yeah. You can't two-step with no rhythm. It doesn't work. Like, you can't. Here's the thing. You're not going to be a great mosher if you got no style. If you don't got style, I'm not saying don't mosh, but I'm just saying, you know, like, don't expect to be held in regard to a stylistic dancer if you got no style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure, yeah. No, I agree for sure. Um, let's jump back to your playlist real quick because I forgot to ask you about that. Uh, it was a really good playlist. Uh, had some Billy Joel, um, some some good songs. If you want, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about that, I mean. When you asked me to make a playlist, when you were like, oh, I can't have curses in it, I was like, all right, well, there goes like half my hip-hop selection. <laughs> yeah, that's most but, people, um, but it's all right. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I just went with a straight-up New York playlist, in my opinion. I just uh, put some classics in there, New York State of Mind, Billy Joel, uh, My Way, Frank Sinatra, I did. I did one of the best songs about New York City by a hardcore band, Cheap Thrills. Um, and then I put I put Boldy James in there, which he's not from New York, so I mean, kind of threw off the whole vibe. Uh, and then the Pretenders, don't, I mean, if you uh, if you recognize the one little clip, we put that in the Combust record. Yep, totally. I'm a big I'm a big doo-wop guy. I like classic oldie stuff. Um, and I've been listening to. Uh, the Sick of It All record, Just Look Around, a lot recently. I've been revisiting that. And uh, I think The Shield is like a really underrated track. I think it's incredibly well written. I think the lyrics are incredible. So put that on there too. For sure. Is the Stove God, Stove God Cooks, are they from New York though? Uh, Stove God is from, I think, Syracuse. Okay, yeah. Because I was telling you someone listening texted me and was like, yo – upstate new york like about that song he like knew what the track was 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Stove God, I think, is from Syracuse, but okay. Boldy James is from Detroit. Nice. Yeah. Well, thanks for making the thanks for making the rock block. I always, I always appreciate when people do that because it's cool. It's not like you know, like we're on the radio for an hour. Like, call in, we do it. That's it. The the rock block plays on the radio, and that's it. You know. So. Oh yeah. It's it's always really cool that people make. Uh, people make a playlist and uh but yeah i tell them like all right 20 minutes no profanity and people are like damn all right i'll see what i can do <laughs> <laughs> yo i mean that's why i was like all right i gotta i gotta dig in through some uh some non some non-violent music yeah it's, it's like a good challenge you know it's a good challenge oh 100 percent. but you know if i'm if i'm being honest not to say I don't ever. I mean, I listen to I listen to hardcore more probably more than anything else. But I mean, you know, when you get older and and you know you've been listening to hardcore since you're a kid, I feel I feel for me and most of my friends like we tend to drift more into other genres of music. Like I think I find myself in the past five years listening to more of Billy Joel type music over HC. You know what I mean? For sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it's uh yeah, hardcore is the best of all time, but definitely it's good to mix it up and here, you know, I always feel like when I when I've been listening to a lot of hardcore and then I listen to, you know, like some rap or some hip hop or or even like, you know, some something older, I'm like it's like refreshing, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's also just like if you're if you're a musician or especially like if you're in a hardcore band, it's just always good to pull inspo from stuff that isn't just hardcore too. Definitely. Um, <coughs> all right, so we're talking to Andrew from Combust out of New York. Um, we're live on KZAA ninety six point five FM. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're gonna run it till the the middle of the five o'clock or. or yeah, close to the bottom of the five o'clock hour here. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna switch it up and talk a little bit of sports real, real quick, if that's cool with you. That's cool with me, man. All right, you're a Mets fan. I don't want to talk about that right now, though. Cause <laughs> Why? Because they lost today. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's all right, man. It's a long season. Yeah, it's a, it's a long season, but you know, it's uh, looking looking a little bleak recently right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the in the words in the words of of Harry, let's not talk any, about anything until June. My yeah. friend Harry likes to say, but you know, be nice to pick up some steam a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, it's it's yeah, baseball's such a long year, man. It's like like when the Braves won the World Series like 2 years ago, they sucked like all year and then barely made the playoffs and then beat everybody. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, for real. Um Okay, why Mets and not the Yankees? Uh, I just grew up in a Mets household. Uh, my my dad and, and my brother, like, uh, my brother was just a Mets, like, psycho fan. Still is. So, that's just the team. I, I And then, you know, I love being a Mets fan now because I feel like Mets are the certified NYHC team. That's cool. That's cool. It's just like they're the underdog team, you know what I mean? That's what that's what HC is about, the underdog. For sure. Hey, I think the Mets got the cleaner pinstripe uniform as well. That's just that's Yo, just me though. 
that's another thing. Mets got more swag, bro. Way more swag. The Yankees have two jerseys. That's it. Boring. Boring. Yeah. The Mets got the everyone. Everyone on their team. Boring. <laughs> hey, uh, the Mets. That orange, blue, and black colorway, man. It hits. The black. The black jersey is undefeated. It is, and then the the black hat with the blue bill. Oh, bro, undefeated. Yeah. The and then the full blue with the orange logo. I mean, it's the the early the early two thousands black and blue Mets vibe was. Oh, so sick. Yep, when Mike Piazza was there. The greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a Dodger fan, I got to share a lot of, like, you know, going to see the Dodgers in the 90s when I was growing up, when Piazza was, like, he was the man, you know, legend. Uh, really, I mean, if I if I had to pick, like, a favorite player, it would definitely just come down to Piazza or Reyes. Nice. So I was going to ask you, if you had to pick a favorite Med of all time, those are your two? Yeah, hundred percent. Jose Reyes, man, beast, dude, another legend, bro. For sure. All right, let me ask you about David Wright. What do you think about David Wright? I love, I love David Wright. Great I think player. he was one. I think he was one of the best Mets of all time. I agree. I agree. Just he just seems like a good dude too. You know what I mean? Like, just seems just like a, a solid, just dude. a genuine, just a genuine nice cut of his jib. You know. <laughs> That's what I, doesn't he have that vibe though? Like I feel like if I met David Wright, he'd just be like the coolest dude ever. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm just just go out here and try to do my best for my team and just a good. He's always dude. smiling big. Yeah, but he got plagued by those injuries, man. Yeah, I know, man. Dude, that's like, yo, sports are sports are crazy like that, man. Like just always, you just always have that that possible like life-ruining injury looming over you because you just strain yourself physically every day. That must be crazy. Yep, like Ken Griffey Jr. Dude, yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad that I'm out of shape and never have to worry about <laughs> be, being put in a position where my money can get messed with if I'm just not at a tip-top physical performance. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good way to look at it. It's crazy, like, hockey players. I was thinking about this the other day because I've been watching the NHL playoffs. Hockey players are like, they have like, it's like the most physical other than football. Those dudes never get hurt. I like never see an injury on like a hockey player. And if they do, the dude's coming back out in the second period with like 19 stitches on his cheek ready to play. Yo, <laughs> then they, it's crazy. They, just be, they just be beating the hell out of each other. That's like, that, honestly, respect. I get why people love hockey. I just like, it just can't hold my attention. And I know that sounds crazy, but. You know, have you uh, have you been to a, a game yet this year with the new pitch clock, bro? No, I haven't been able to get out to any games yet. And literally every time my boys like, yo, uh, we're going to a game today. It's like always something. It's a game changer with the new pitch clock. I'm in and out of Dude. Dodger Stadium in two hours. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of hate it. I don't know, man. I'm like I go both ways with it because I feel like like as a fan watching and like being at the game, like it's a lot more fast paced, which is cool. But I wonder, like in the playoffs, are they going to be running that thing in the playoffs? Like that's crazy. I don't you know, know. I think it's a good point that I mean maybe when I maybe when I go to a game, it'll be like like I'll feel it drastically differently. You know. 
Yeah, but the idea of the pitch clock, I agree. It's like it's like very contrary to what baseball is, you know. Yeah, bro. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, but you know, like, Nomar Garcia Parra, that dude just, a Nomar Garcia Parra bat would take like forty five minutes, man. <laughs> Like nobody, no wonder nobody wants to watch baseball. Dude, <laughs> no more Garcia Para. Wow, legend for sure. Um, all right, I got some, I got some sports fans on the radio listening, some sports betters. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for your some predictions on some MLB games, and I'm gonna place a bet, and then we're gonna come back tomorrow and see what happened. All right, let's get it. All right, so tomorrow, I know the Mets lost today and got shut out by the Tigers. Surprising. Um. That's why I don't bet on baseball, man. You know what I mean? That's what I was, I was like telling you. They like, lost, and they lost yesterday too. That's what I'm saying. Like Mets at home versus, I'm sure Scherzer pitched one of those games. Like, that's I a, don't, I don't understand. That's a Mets win for sure. I'm gonna put a hundred bucks on it, and then they lose to the Detroit Tigers. Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so these are for tomorrow because most of the this is for the Friday MLB slate. I got five games for you. Um, Senga is pitchy. Oh, Senga's dope for the Mets. I like him. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's been great. Yo, hold up. What's up? What's up? The rest of the band is joining this, uh, the, the, the radio show right now. <laughs> All right. What up? What Say up? hi, Eric. Yo. This is Eric. This is Yo, Dave. what up? We're, I, I currently drove my car from my job to, to our practice space to practice tonight. That's what's up. Well, what's up to Combust? The best, the best... Best band in hardcore, <laughs> album of the year. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a combust super fan for sure. I'm really <laughs> I'm really grateful to be doing this, man. We appreciate that. <laughs> I I didn't mean to interrupt you though. Run run your sports bets. Let's let's hit it. No, you're good. Okay, Sanga on the hill for the Mets tomorrow at City Field. Are the Mets gonna win by two or more? <sighs> I want them to. I'm gonna say yes. All right, we're gonna say yes. Blue Jays. I'm locking. I gotta. I gotta believe. I'm. I'm locking in yes. Yeah, they're they're gonna cover and they're gonna get the W. What? Okay, we got the Toronto Blue Jays at the surprisingly hot first place Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, yo, I I I think I got Blue Jays. All right, all right. Young Gov will like that. He's a big Blue Jays fan. <laughs> Uh, okay. Shout out Young Gov. Yeah, shout out Young Gov. He's a he's a he's a Blue Jays fan. Um, okay, and then we got we got the Bronx Bombers in Tampa Bay playing the Rays. Yo, I got Rays. Dude, the Rays have only lost like five games this year. They're on fire. Bro, they're they look so good right now. What are they? They're like twenty five and five or twenty <laughs> something. Yeah, so Bro. like twenty four and six or something crazy like that. Shout out to the Rays. Bro, crazy. All right, my boys in blue, the Dodgers going down to play San Diego at the Padres. Who you got? I hate the Padres, so That's Dodgers. Right. That's right. Padres <laughs> hate all day. Hate them. Hate them. Um, I mean, I don't love the Dodgers either, but I'm, I'm That's all right. I hate the Padres. <laughs> hey, Daryl Strawberry, man. Uh, a Met and a Dodger. I'll give him, I'll put respect on that. <laughs> okay, last one. We got the Red Sox at the Phillies. Uh, I'm taking Red Sox any day because it's it's it, it's hate on the Phillies every day, all day. You got to, man. You got to. NL East rivals. All right, so we got the Mets at home. Over the, We got the Mets at home winning by two. We got the Blue Jays taking down the Pirates. We got the Rays over the Yankees. 
Dodgers over the Padres and the Sox over the Phillies. I'm going to lock it in, man. We'll see. Lock it in. Lock it in. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you so much for calling in. we got like about 10 more minutes. Um, so, yeah, like I was telling you before, I went up to JAG and um, saw you, and you were rocking the casino tee, right? Yo, that that dude who made those bootlegs, so sick. That's one of my favorite shirts. One of the greatest movies of all time. I mean, it probably is my favorite movie of all time. Really? Like, if you, if someone think, was like, yo, what's your favorite movie? You're going with Casino? Yo, I usually I usually either say Casino or Superbad. <laughs> Damn, Superbad. That's, Superbad's like almost an old school movie at this point. Yo, 2006. Damn, has it really been that long? Kind of crazy. 2006, I believe. I know you just hit that date off the top, man. That was that was impressive. Oh, <laughs> uh, two thousand. I was wrong. Two thousand seven. No, that's close though. Yo, two thousand seven. Epic year. Year I got into hardcore, and the year Superbad came out. That's right. Okay, <laughs> why is Casino one of the best movies of all time? There's a lot of mob movies and stuff out there, but I'm with you, man. Casino is a top movie for me. Why do okay. you, Why do you like it so much? So I have a lot of people who combat me on this, and they say Goodfellas is better. And I mean, I get it. Like, maybe objectively, it, maybe objectively it's better because Casino, Casino does have a long runtime. But but you're never bored. There's just something. There's just something about the story for me in Casino that brings more to the plate. Like I feel, I feel like the 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 like the power struggle and the romance of it and. I, I mean, I'm I'm drawn to anything casino related, so that's also a plus. But I think I saw Casino before Goodfellas, so I think that's why I hold it in a higher regard. But I don't know, man. Like every scene in Casino to me is top tier. I just love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm Casino over Goodfellas all day, and I and I can see why people would hate on that. I mean, Goodfellas is a different story. You know what I mean? Goodfellas is more of like a is just a different story, you know. Casino is like, hey, Sam Rothstein, one of the greatest characters of all time. Well, he's like, I guess he was a real person, I should say. But yeah, that guy's a G, dude. Like straight dude. up G. And yo, and you know what's crazy? I feel like Casino really, uh, like Scorsese, like switched up the way he kind of like made films with Casino. And I feel like, like with with like everything cutting so fast, there's not a scene. That's longer than like it. Every scene is super short, and and most of what's going on in the movie is just being narrated. Yeah, and it's cool that it's narrated by Joe Pesci uh, and Robert De Niro. Yeah, like the, there's with all the fast cuts and, sh and and stuff. Like no one was really doing it like that. For sure, no, I I agree. And the casino vibe is like it's different than the Goodfellas vibe. You know, maybe it's because it was mid '90s, but I mean, let's just. I mean, I could just. Sam Robert De Niro's fit alone just yo, takes the cake for me. I mean, <laughs> yo, the suits, the suits in that movie are unmatched, bro. I've never seen anything like it. I was just so I've been showing, I've been going down the pipeline of movies with my girl and showing her like every single great movie that she hasn't seen. And we were watching Casino, and I was just every scene, I was like, look at that suit, look at that suit, I want that suit. I would wear every suit he wears in that movie. Man, I know. And he when he come come he comes out in like the flamingo pink. <laughs> this is like, yo, yeah. you know what my favorite one is? 
I think when they're at when they're at the uh, the the leaning tower and he's in the like red and black suit. Yep. That one I think is the hardest suit of all time. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I agree. It's like it's a good. Uh, the storyline is good too because you get like the and it's like Sam Rothstein is like this this just like he's so good at everything he does. He makes money. He's a G whatever but then he but then he falls for this this crazy like this burnt out chick that just almost ruins his life you know and he like Dude, he can't see he can't see he's just like blindly in love with this with this chick you know that's that's another thing it like it really goes to show the power of women and what that does to someone who like a guy like like Rothstein who ace does everything right in his life he makes every single right play and right bet and everything and then yet he just makes the dumbest decision of all time and puts his trust in the least trustworthy person of all time. <laughs> yeah, and I think that makes and then and then you throw and then you throw Joe Pesci in there who starts hooking up with her and it's all bad. It's just it's, oh, a, dude. it's a good story. Yeah, and the classic like best friend betrayal, like, oh man. Dude, everything about it is oh God. Yeah. What a movie. What a movie for sure. Right on. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about that. Um yeah, of course. So I wanted to ask you, um, just see, like a couple more minutes. Um, I just wanted to run through, like you guys, you guys have played with so many epic bands. Um, <coughs> sorry, like and Fest too, like Millspec, Backtrack, Brace War, Madball, Chromags, Knock Loose, E Town, Gulch, Terror, Youth of Today. Like you guys have played with with so many epic bands, um, and I just wanted to ask you, like, what's it been like to play on those bills, and like, what have what have been some of your play, favorite places to play since you've played all over? Um, yeah, wow. I mean, when you put it like that, it's everything that every everything that this band has done up until this point. I, I feel incredibly, uh, I feel incredibly blessed and humbled, straight up. Um, we, I really have gotten the chance to play with, yeah, I really have gotten the chance to play with like almost every single band that has ever inspired me or anything like that. Like it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's, I know, I know it's hardcore and like everyone can do everything and we're, you know, but at the end of the day, it's just really cool to be respected in that, in that light and be able to do stuff with bands that I admire so much. Um, but I mean, like, uh, as far as favorite places to play, I mean, I'll never stop loving playing in New York City. Um, yo, honestly, one of the craziest, one of the craziest places that we play all the time, honestly, has been uh, recently has been Germany. Nice. Like the last, the last two times we've been over in Germany, it's been crazy, and uh, that's another like blessing that we can go all the way over there, and people in a completely different country can rock with us like that for real. That's yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, okay. And then I wanted to ask you, we'll do some quick hits where I'm going to ask you like pick one or the other. We'll finish it. We'll finish with that. But before that, um, I wanted to ask like, who are some of your favorite bands in hardcore right now? And, uh, if you want to give any shout outs. Oh my God. That's so many. Um, Okay, I'm just gonna rapid fire off the top of my head, rapid and if fire. I miss anyone, if I miss anyone who's listening to this, that's I, you know, I'm, you know, it's all love, baby. Um, that's right. New bands I'm rocking with: Future Shock from Texas, 
Um, Dead Last from Long Island. Ben uh, Echo Chamber from Germany. Um, this band Yield to None from Florida. Um, Beg to Differ from right here. And Bazooka. Those are the homies. Um, Killing Pace from Richmond, of course. Uh, the homies in MAD. Uh, Wreckage from Connecticut. Uh, Warn, Never Again. Damn, who am I missing? Exhibition. Uh, this band in prison from Vegas. They're cool. Um, Illusion, of course. Raw Brigade. Fate from UK. There's too many. I, I, I'll, I'll, if, if you don't stop me, I'll go on for another 10 minutes. <laughs> no, that's a good list. That's a good list. Um, yeah, and Prison played in our little uh, local spot recently. They rock. Oh, uh, Defective, Ch- Defective Chain. Defective Chain is good um, from Cali. Uh, damn, yeah, I don't know. There's, just, there's, there's too many <laughs> bands. There's no, too that's, many bands. That's good. That was, that was a solid list. All right. I'm going to hit you with some either-ors, and then we'll finish up. You just pick one, all right? Let's get it. All right, Jay-Z or Nas? Nas. Big L or Big Pun? Big L. Daryl Strawberry or Doc Gooden? Strawberry. City Field or Shea? Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Dude, Mm, City. Okay. I Uh, love City Field. I think it's great. Ace Rothstein or Nikki San- Sant- uh, Santoro, Joe Pesci? Ace, all day. Nice. Okay, uh, a night game or a day game? <sighs> night game, so I don't have to worry about the sun getting in my eyes. Yeah, man, night game all the way. <laughs> uh, doing vocals or playing an instrument? I'm a front man until I die. That's right. No lie. <laughs> Ghostface or Raekwon? Right. Illusion or Mind Force? Mm. Mm. Yo. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Illusion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, the goal is to stump you on a couple, so that's good. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pick both. I pick both. I pick both. All right. That's cool. I knew that was, I knew that would be a, a kind of an unfair question, but I have I have too much person I have too much personal in in that to, yeah. to, to to make a decision. Um all right, well we've been talking to uh Andrew from Combust out of New York City. Um if you just tuned in on the radio, you can go to uh Spotify or wherever and, and listen to this episode in the next like 10 minutes. And uh Andrew, thanks so much again, man. I I really really appreciate you uh taking the time to call in the station. Yo, thank you so much for having me for real. Thanks again. For sure. And then when you come when you're coming to California, we'll set up a show in Oxnard in the eight oh five and you guys can rock it out here with us. Yo, we are gonna make it happen. Yeah, we'll get Dead Heat to play or something. That's right. All right, man. Have a good rest of the night. Go Mets. Yo, thank you, man. You too. Go Mets. Peace. Peace. New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. My Way by Frank Sinatra. Cheap Thrills by Killing Time, Diamond Dallas by Boldy James, The Alchemist, Stove God Cooks, The Great Pretender by The Platters, and The Shield by Sick of It All.
folks like to get away Take a holiday from the neighborhood Hop a flight to Miami Beach or to Hollywood But I'm taking a Greyhound on the Hudson River line I'm in a New York state of mind I've seen all the movie stars In their fancy cars and their limousines Been high in the Rockies Under the Everglades I know what I'm needing I don't want to waste more time I'm in a New York state of mind It was so easy living day by day Out of touch with the rhythm and blues But now I need a little give and take The New York Times, the Daily News It comes down to reality And it's fine with me cause I've let it slide don't care if it's Chinatown or Rotten Riverside I don't have any reason Left them all behind I'm in a New York state of mind oh, yeah. Oh, 
And may I say, not in a shy way, oh no, oh no, not me, I did it my way. For what is a man, what has he got, if not himself? Jay Leno, bass rental, Nissan stanza, serving hard arm off the window. Turn my citro into a bonanza, found the land down in Texarkana. 
Now we bustin' like I'm Tony Dance Smoking weed, staring at the camera Strength thicker than some Mike Lantern Taking heads like a Highlander Weighing up all that pipe cancer Kill him, he don't got the right answers Bull villain down in Manchester In the fire with them salamanders Slap boxing off an Anchester Stepped on it in some Alexanders Make it rain, dear, like I'm prancing Wrist a chandelier, diamonds dancing Brick a girly like a private dancer Met the plug at J. Alexander's Swiping J's, never been a scammer All my licks resemble Adam Sandler 90-day run, Barry Sanders One-way ticket with a transfer Twelve staking out in the camper Still can smell the fumes from the camper Twelve racks pulling off a landfill Hellcat looking like a panther Diamond on the stove 36 O's, I took the pot and went gold. 36 O's, I took the pot and went gold. Diamond on the stove, I took the pot and went gold. Niggas broke the cold, bum niggas soul. Diamond on the stove, I took the pot and went gold. Diamond on the stove. Pretender 
my heart like a crown Pretending that you're still 